0: And welcome once again to You Have Offended This Podcast. We watch martial arts movies. My name is Mike McCarran, and with me, as always, is a man who once, I'm going to say, tried to cut off his tongue, but that's not true. This movie's really fucking dark. Chad Lindsay, how you doing, buddy?
1: I'm, I'm about to throw up.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this movie was a, uh, was a mistake. Um, yeah.
1: I mean, I, I, I had seen it several years ago, and it's, it's got an iconic fight scene. That I think is really one of the best in terms of how it fits into the storytelling and a certain amount of realism to it, and that's why I wanted to go back to this. But honestly, I just forgot how goddamn torturous this film is. And spoiler alert here: like, if you've not seen this film, do not listen to this podcast. Like, yeah, that's, stop important. It immediately. that's important. That's important. We're gonna start discussing this film, and you don't want to listen to this if you've not seen the film.
0: No, this is like listening to a podcast about the Sixth Sense if you've never seen it, or The Crying Game, or some shit. Like, don't if you're if you have any interest in seeing this film,
1: yeah. Like, if Bruce Willis was having sex with, never mind. I'm not even gonna say it. (laughs) It's like this movie. This movie tears you into a million pieces. And usually a film will kind of have some sort of resolution, and you kind of feel better about it. But this film doesn't have that. No. And it is a phenomenal film. Like, it is constructed incredibly well. Like, the cinematography, the story, the way that it's doled out, the way that it's shot, the way that it's edited, the themes are these old Greek... Oedipus themes, like yep. Shakespearean tragedy, like Macbeth level tragedies.
0: Yep. Alexandre Dumas, the Count of Monte Cristo, like that's Count all, of Monte Cristo. it's all in here, right?
1: And even films that came out after this, like some of the themes, like, and, you know, I hate when people kind of project things, but like even, you know, a film like Shutter Island.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Has some similarity. So like, this is such an archetypal human story. And, you know, you just feel filthy after watching this beautiful, incredible film that, you know, in a lot of ways, I'm going to be honest, I think that this film is very smart and a, a lot of it goes over my head. And there's probably people who study this shit that can really break it down. But there's there's a lot of stuff that's pretty obvious. And, you know, get yourself a bucket because get yourself a bucket <laughs> and some Kleenex because, yeah, this shit, this shit goes into some dark areas, man. Like, oh, my fuck God. you up.
0: Dude, when you said, I want to do Old Boy for season two, I was like, cool. All right. I haven't seen that one before. And then it came up to the point where I was like, okay, I should probably get on this and watch this one. And then I watched it and I remember I wanted to call you and be like, what in the fuck did you do this to me for? <laughs> like, what? Yeah. Holy okay. shit, dude. Like, and Welcome like, like you said, up. there is that one scene. There's really only two martial arts scenes in this. Really? They're they're And they're good. But this is really kind of a partial arts film. But in but it's yes. so good that one scene is with when we'll get to it in the hallway is so goddamn good. And but it serves technically the story. good And it serves yeah. the story a hundred percent.
1: I think that I think that, you know, there's films out there that, you know, yeah, it really has one, you know, fight scene, but the martial arts, for lack of a better term, is, you know, a character change and a motivation change for somebody that serves itself throughout the film so and I just want to point out we're talking about the original uh Chanwick Park film we're not talking about the 2013 remake Josh Brolin uh, with remake. Josh Brolin which it's basically like if the, that film no disrespect because I like the people in that film but th- that would be like if your kid drew a picture of the Mona Lisa in crayon and put it up on the fridge and you're comparing that to you the know the Mona Lisa the Mona Lisa <laughs> they're they're pretty far they're pretty far apart, and I'm not even trying to shit on the film. I mean, I watched it, but it's, what did Jules Winfield say? I'm the same league. Not even the same fucking sport. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> you know.
0: Like, Ain't the same league. Ain't even some fucking ballpark yet.
1: Yeah. But anyway, now that we kind of unpacked all of that goodiness, it's, uh, it's, quite a, it's quite a thing. So,
0: yeah. So, yeah, pause this, go watch the movie, and then come back and listen. Or if you don't care, we're going to, uh, if I may paraphrase Bill Hicks, plaster on a fake smile and plow through this shit right here. So yeah, as always, please, thank you. thank you to our patrons, Mike and Mike. You guys rule. Uh, if you guys want to be patrons, we would love that. We'd love to have you on board. You go to patreon.com slash Podcast. You can sign up there. There's five different levels, and for as low as five bucks a month, you can get all of the full episodes of the podcast, uh, plus the extra partial arts shows. We're going to try and add on more stuff the more patrons we get. So come on, join the club. You can follow us on our social media. We are at YHOTP on Twitter. And then on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram, you can just search You Have Offended This Podcast, and you'll find our stuff there. We'll tell you what movies are coming up next. We'll give you little clips and stuff from the shows that'll kind of tease it a little bit, especially the the ones that are only teasers, that are our 15-minute little teaser episodes. You can interact with us there and give us movie suggestions that you'd like. Tell us scenes you like, or actors, actresses, whatever. We'll always follow up on that with you. And then if you don't want to be a patron or, or join that way, and you but you do want to help out, you can go to our website and that's offendedpodcast.com. dot com. We have a merch store there, so you can buy a T shirt or a fanny pack or whatever, a hat, something like that, and you get something out of it, and we get a bit of a taste here, and it helps us out on this end. So that would be the bam diggity. You got anything other to add for that, or no,
1: just a thank you to the patrons and uh, yeah 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 keep you, you keep this thing going. You know, like that's coffees and you know biscuits every month for us.
0: That's right. That is one well, okay, well almost one coffee a week that we share. <laughs>
1: Breaking it down. So thank you Breaking very, very it. much. In all seriousness, thank you very very much. Absolutely. And and if, I don't know if we're going to get a second one, but uh uh Wilson and Mandy who uh contacted me today and and gave me some some gave us some uh fine compliments. They gave them to me to pass along to both of us. So Wilson and Mandy hey, they had Shouts
0: a, out to Wilson and Mandy. They had a you guys great ruled.
1: time listening to the killer.
0: The killer Chow
1: Young Fat, what's up?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so this is in uh two thousand three. Old boy, as you said, the director is uh Park Chan Walk. Is had a budget of three million dollars, so fairly low budget for what it looks like. Like this does not look like a three million dollar movie. This looks way better, yeah, than a three million dollar movie in my opinion. And it did really well. I mean, it grossed about fifteen point two million uh, world worldwide box office, so it did pretty good, which obviously inspired the American remake. So, all right, let's uh, yeah, let's let's get into this here. So we kind of open up here with our main character Ode Sue, which. the the similarity of the name to oedipus is not coincidental and he's holding this guy by his tie up on the roof of this building and this dude is holding a puppy like a little poodle puppy off the edge of this roof roof and he's keeping him from falling and he just you know i just wanted to talk and then we immediately smash cut to our main character odesu with normal hair and a bloody nose in a suit in what I believe is a police station because he got picked up for, I assume, drunken disorderly conduct. Yeah. He is being somewhat try. Uh, he's just being held in this main sort of police station... God, what is this, like a waiting room type deal? And, like, he's drunk to the point where he's trying to take a piss in the corner and he's picking up the coat rack and, like, fighting with the cops and jumping around and being a crazy person. Like, he's out of control. And he's... <laughs> it's this is actually kind of a funny scene most of these lines were improvised by him he's, he gets on the floor for a little while he's fucking around with the wings that he bought his daughter for her birthday which we find out he's supposed to be going to home to see his daughter for her birthday here and bought her these little white angel wings so he's in this in this cop station here and you you i i know when i first watched this film i was like what the hell is happening right now i didn't know if this was the same person from the opening scene, if it wasn't the same person, I was really confused. Well, I
1: think that one of the parts of this film is like when you talk about the big themes, It's it it really talks about who who are you as a person? And like there's a lot of things in here with foreshadowing. There's a lot of reflection. There's a lot of questions as to what is truth that... Yeah, I think that that's part of the journey. Like, you are really confused as to what's going on. Like, obviously, you're looking at a drunk guy in the police station. You don't necessarily know if it's a flashback, but not to jump forward too much. But, you know, he talks about him going through that horrible, horrible prison sentence and talking about how he is how he's a different person. I wonder if she would like the old day Sue. So, yeah you know i think this is kind of his point where he is one person and then becomes another which it this movie's
0: fucking crazy man it really is it 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 reminds me of do you remember the movie memento
1: yeah there's a yeah i got a lot of memento vibes here uh that was one of the ones that i didn't mention but yeah it's 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 got a lot of those pieces in it for sure
0: yeah, because Memento, the way they, you know, the conceit of that was that it was, you know, told forwards and backwards with the, the color sections being told in reverse order, interspersed with these black and white, traditional storyline, thing, but interwoven. Yes. And you you get these little drips of information that come out, and you're like, oh shit, that's why he did that. Oh, that's where that came from. But that leads you to later, like through the middle of the movie, you realize what's happening in the movie and you start to question like hey where'd he get that and you realize oh i'm gonna know in 10 minutes where he got that but you start picking things up it makes you really watch the movie and in this one you it's the same thing like in the beginning i'm confused i'm like what the hell is happening you know after the his friend here comes to get him out of the police station and takes him outside and he goes oj su goes into the phone booth to call his daughter And then the friend who got him out goes in to take over the phone from him and all of a sudden he's gone. Odesu is just gone. And the wings are just on the ground in the rain. And you're just sitting there swimming and like, what the fuck is going on right now? You just see this uh, sort of blend in the background now over the title credits of just clocks and fuzzy clocks and they're layered over each other in this mosaic almost and you get this oh times passing okay so something's going on and the credit the the title comes up old boy with the the two letters turned on their sides like the like the clock hands and you're like what's going on and you're totally confused but it, it it's almost the first 5 minutes of this movie kind of grab you by the lapels and slap your face and go hey watch this yeah, well like you need to pay the fuck attention here
1: but we'll go back really quickly we'll go back really quickly to you know, you were talking about memento, yeah, structurally, there's similarities, but I mean, memento really is a story about revenge, yep, yeah. where a person is revealing the truth and in some ways deleting the truth, yep, yeah. so they can continue on their their mission. John, yeah John G and of course, you know Leonard, Leonard actually finds out that he killed John G and knows he's going to forget, and basically starts writing himself new clues so that he can continue on and kill Teddy. So
0: it's... Yeah, Yeah. he he rewrites his own story in progress.
1: Yeah, which, you know, uh, thematically, something very similar happens here. But when he gets swept away, you have all these umbrellas, and then, of course, you have one umbrella that has the shattered glass... Yes. Design on it, re- which is a huge, recurring motif. Yeah, here. like shattered glass is a huge motif, and then of course that shattered glass painted on that umbrella. Like this is fucking shot so well, and the hotel. Oh, sorry, we're skipping over plot points here, but yeah, he wakes up in a hotel room slash prison, mm-hmm. and he's going to be there for the next fifteen years.
0: Yeah, it's the the time passage here where he gets the food, but he doesn't know why he's there. He kind of gets kicked back inside and freaks out. And then we get the, the you know, okay, 15 years has gone by. And the close-up on the painting. The painting, with the, yeah. the The quote, right, of the laugh in the world laughs with you, cry and you cry alone. Yeah. And he's they turn the camera around to him and he's just got that weird, creepy-ass smile staring back at the painting. Yes. And the gas is coming in because we realize now oh my god, they gas him to put him out every night, and the crew comes in and changes all the stuff and cleans his place, and it's, like, it's it's just surreal what's happening to this guy, and now that you have been slapped and provoked to okay, watch this, shit's gonna get real, you start like, okay, where the fuck is this guy? He's in a hotel, like you said, he's in a hotel, but he can't get out? Like, what's going on? Well, he's, yeah. why, why is he there? Like, And the
1: funny thing is, like early in the film, you're like, oh my god, he's being trapped, he's being drugged, his uh, blood samples are being taken, his DNA's being taken. You don't know what's going on. And at this point in the film, very early, you're like, oh my god, I can't believe this. This is a horrible thing to happen to a person. I can't imagine this getting any worse. And it does. It really, really does.
0: (laughs) Hey, and thank you for listening to this teaser episode of the podcast. Full episodes can be found at patreon.com slash you have offended this podcast. We do at least four episodes a month. Everyone gets one free. The other three are like this one, a teaser with the full show available with a subscription. Now there's five levels of subscription to choose from to suit any budget with the lowest being just five bucks per month. That's less than a rabbit harness leash thing on Amazon. I mean, what are you going to do with that? It's Nice. I mean, don't get me, don't get me wrong, but think about it. You can walk your rabbit safely or you can get over six hours of original entertainment to make your workout or commute or life better. Plus access to all the past seasons, each season being 21 episodes. Patrons also get to be a part of the dojo crew. You become a producer of the show. And the best part is you don't have to do any of the hours of work it takes to create an awesome show every week. You just reap the benefits. It's awesome. So head on over to patreon.com slash you have offended this podcast and become a patron. You'll have our eternal gratitude and the satisfaction of literally being a producer of the media you find most appealing. Thank you so much. We'll see you inside the dojo.